With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Thursday, Fritzy fired up hour one. So much so, I came in this morning, and the first thing I hear as I walk by, I'd like to punch him in the face. And I went, wow, Fritzy wants to punch somebody. Because Tyler can be a little annoying. No, there, it with wasn't. The dog and everything. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't Tyler. It was Steph Curry. Fritzy is bothered by Steph Curry. Chewing on the mouthpiece, the shimmy, take a jumper, turn around to the bench. Seton, update the poll results from hour one. Hour one, Dan, we had two poll questions okay. going. Okay. Right. Uh, one of them, dang it, I can't get this thing to work. Make sure you sign up for our daily newsletter at danpatrick.com, a daily recap of the show, exclusive content for newsletter subscribers, and you'll be the first to see our newest merchandise. Steph Curry, great entertainer, kind of annoying. Right now, 59% say great entertainer. Now, the other more polarizing poll question, uh, Todd Fritz, great entertainer, kind of annoying. Right now, this is so close, 50.5% to 49.5%. It's a coin flip. It's a coin flip, basically. Kind of annoying, still winning, still in the lead. Todd Fritz, kind of annoying over great entertainer. You're more annoying than Steph Curry? I, I think the haters are going to start stuffing the ballot box, and before long it's going to be like 63 uh, annoying, 37. Yeah. Okay. You don't think this is real? Now you're going to question the now outcome. Question, yeah. Now you're going to, you know, ballot uh, Well, I already voted stuffing. 11 times. Yeah, entertaining for me. It hasn't really moved much. Chris Sims has his quarterback rankings. Guaranteed to upset somebody. He'll join us coming up here in a little bit. Darvin Ham, the Lakers head coach, will join us in the final hour of the program. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow, stat of the day, always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Download the Peacock app. You can not only watch this show, you can also watch the U.S. Open. That's underway. We'll keep an eye on the leaderboard right now. 
And uh, we say good morning to our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio lineup. Tom Brady was on the program yesterday. We discussed a wide variety of things, including that moment when he said to his wife that he was going to come out of retirement. Here's Tom Brady. Kind of told the team, look, like, you know, you guys got to make plans without me, you know, and then, you know, Jason and Bruce said, just give it time, you know, and I said, look, I, I, I feel pretty strongly, you know, and, and then, you know, time went by and then you just get super competitive, you know, and I think I'm part crazy. I mean, I think that's the reality. I mean, <laughs> 45 years old and I'm out here with a lot of young guys that are trying to take my head off. And I see Aaron Donald work out on my Instagram. I'm like, damn, maybe I should have retired, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because he's a beast. Um, but, you know, I had the appetite to compete and uh, it's going to be gone soon. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And I got to, you know, just really appreciate what the time I have left because it's not a lot. All right. The line that he said, it's going to be gone soon. I don't know if it's a throwaway line, but that was the line that the media picked up on. It's going to be gone soon. Then the immediate speculation of this is it for Tom. I don't know. He led the NFL in touchdown passes last year. Do I think that they're closer to a Super Bowl? Probably not. I don't know how good the offensive line is going to be. Are they a a top five NFC team? I guess. Not quite sure. Um, How good are the Rams going to be? Do the Niners figure out their quarterbacking position? Packers don't have Devontae Adams. If you're going to have a surprise team, it would be in the NFC. You know, we we saw one with the AFC with the Bengals, but it feels like the NFC is kind of in progress. I don't know what we have with the Dallas Cowboys. I thought the Cowboys maybe took a step back. The Eagles, I keep thinking they're taking a step forward. Then I look at Chris Sims' quarterback rankings – He's got Jalen Hurts, I think, the 25th best quarterback in the NFL. You can't have all that talent, and they got a lot of talent, and then you have a quarterback that may hold you back. But we'll talk to Chris Sims about that coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow. Rory is the favorite at the U.S. Open. That's underway. Warriors are four-point underdogs tonight against the Celtics. The Avalanche, in dramatic fashion, beating the Lightning 4-3 in overtime last night. A couple of phone calls to start out the hour. Nick in Arizona. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind today? ADP, six feet, two hundo. All right. Also, uh, 22-time caller right here. So, um, wanted to go over yesterday. I was talking to my cousin, Drew, debating about Larry Bird. He told me that Larry Bird is not a top 10 player in the history of the game, and I told him he's absolutely crazy. My man put Dwayne Wade over Larry Bird, and I love D-Wade, but not a chance. I just wanted you to set set him straight, please. Yeah, Dwayne Wade's not a top 10 player. And what happens is it feels like I'm slighting somebody here. Dwayne Wade, wonderful player, great player, one of the all-time greats, but top 10 is different. Like, you almost have to have an impact on the game in a different way other than you were just a great player. And, and Bird would be even better now. We, we talk about players like, hey, if this guy now played back then, he would be so much better than everybody else, or vice versa. Bird is one of those players. If you said, hey, Larry, everybody's taking threes, you get to take eight to ten a game. And then you add that to everything else that Bird did. You know, there was, there was a moment that 
LeBron t- didn't pass Larry Bird in my mind until he was around 30. That if I looked at their, their careers, you know, Larry averaged a triple-double, almost a triple-double when he was 30 years of age. I mean, he put up great numbers. Now, he, he was injured. He didn't have a long career. But the last three years were pretty tough. But Larry is still... Now, he might be the first guy to come out of the top 10 one day. He might be. Because if I look at careers, now, there was a window where Larry was, was winning back-to-back-to-back MVPs. Uh, they were winning championships. You know, he had to deal with magic, and then Michael came in, and Larry saw the future. <laughs> and the future did not look bright when, you know, Mike goes into the garden and lights up the Celtics in a losing effort. Yes, Mark? Is magic and Larry's legacy cemented, like, where they're automatically top ten, only because of what they did for the current NBA? They're already... They're like, paired together. They, they, they just are. They're paired together. It's like if you said uh, Sports Center anchors of all time, I'm paired with Keith Oberman. We're, we're one. Whereas you might have individuals, where Stuart Scott was an individual or Chris Berman an individual. We were paired together. Magic and Larry are paired together uh, the rest of their careers, the uh, rest of their lives. Um, Magic has a better resume with winning more titles there. Both had a tremendous impact on the game. But it, it gets to be, you know, is Tim Duncan better than Larry Bird? Is, you know, did he have better teammates than, you know, throw out a name? Uh, Kobe, uh, Shaq, you, you can't put Wilt and Bill Russell into this conversation. It was just a different NBA back then. And I really believe it has to start in 1980. 1980 on, let's look at the, the best players. I don't know if Larry stays in. If Steph gets another title... Now, and if he gets finals MVP, now we got a conversation. And it sounds blasphemous to say that, but it's not. It's we hold on for dear life. Oh, you know, what he meant to me. And I got to cover the NBA and went to those Boston games against the Lakers or Boston against the Rockets. You got to see somebody in real time do great things and perform on a big stage. Not one of those where you go, I read a book. And, boy, Oscar did this. Well, I watched Oscar play in Cincinnati. I didn't see Bill Russell play in person. I saw Wilt when he became a defensive player. I got to see Jerry West in the early 70s, Walt Frazier in the early 70s, Maravich in the early 70s. You got to at least see them and understand what that meant, what those games felt like. Nate Archibald. Nate Archibald went left every single time. Couldn't stop him. And he was 5'11". Incredible. But you got to at least see them, so you have a reference point there. Bird would be better in today's game, which is scary because he was pretty spectacular. And he was one of those guys that would call his shot. Like, he would tell you what he was going to do. Great trash talker, and I love that. Like, when he said to Xavier McDaniel, he told him what the play was going to be. And X, I think, was playing for Seattle. He said, X, I'm going to get the ball. I'm going to fake this way. I'm going to take a jumper, and I'm going to make it. And he got the ball, fake one way, took the jumper, and made it. That's just, that's great stuff. Now, that doesn't make you an all-time great. But Larry, what he did, how he did, when he did it, that's a pretty high level. 
maybe a few extra years, maybe two or three more really, really good years, then you're kind of firmly cemented. But I somebody's going to come out of the top ten at one point. Yeah, Marv. Do those stories, like every time we have somebody on, you, somebody has a Larry Bird yes. story, a Michael Jordan story, does that yeah. add to yes. the legend and where it says, I can't take this guy out of the top ten only because everybody's got a story about either one of those guys. Yeah, and, and it might be more of the mythology behind it. Like, oh, my God, Larry. But you talk to these guys. I'm going to ask Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham didn't play against Larry, but he played against Kobe and Michael and LeBron, and he's going to join us next hour. I mean, I'm curious about, and he grew up in Michigan. So he was a bad boy Piston guy before they were probably the bad boys. And, and you know, the Celtics did damage to the Pistons. But, uh, you know, it's those guys who played against him. That's who I care about. You know, when you want, it's not a writer. It's those who played. What that was, what was it like? And at their best, how good were they? They all get banged up. Magic got banged up. You know, at the end, Kareem wasn't Kareem. I mean, it just happens to every one of these players. You know, if you watched Oscar play with the Milwaukee Bucks, you would go, wait, he's one of the great players of all time? All he was was a floor general. I mean, that, that's all he did. But Lou Alcindor was unbelievable. But if you watch Oscar then, you'd go, no, I don't, I don't see it. He averaged a triple-double? Um, it's the perspective of an entire career and what you did, how you did it, and what what your competitors say about you. That's what I care about. Not that, hey, this longtime writer was there. He didn't guard him. That's who I want to hear from. Because that's where you get the real story about just how great somebody was. Yeah, Paul. Larry Bird's back injury happened in 88. So he was 32 years old. And after that, he made a few all-star teams and still had good stats, but... That kind of took the Celtics out. Magic Johnson, uh, they lost to the Bulls in the NBA Finals. Was it 4-1 to one that, that series? When he got hurt? Yeah, with a thigh injury. Yeah. Then he contacted uh, contracted HIV, and he basically stopped playing at age 32. The, the Lakers were still a competitive team, maybe not as threatening as they used to be, but he, Bird and Magic both had their early 30s taken from them. Michael in Indiana. Hi, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan. Uh, a while ago, Fritzy went scorched earth on Bruce Springsteen, and now he's doing it again with Steph Curry. But I'm scared to say that I find myself agreeing with Fritzy on both. <laughs> and here's, here's what it is. Okay. And this isn't personal against Steph. He's a great guy. This is just gut perception. When Steph makes a three and runs down the court, his face glazes over with this blank stare, and he starts gnawing on an oversized piece of rubber that's hanging halfway down his face. <laughs> he looks either like a mouth-breathing Neanderthal or that one annoying third grader that everybody knows. Either way, it's a stupid look, and it's easy to hate. I'm sorry. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. <laughs> I was driving in today, and Glory Days with Springsteen came on, and Fritzy's ruined it for me because whenever that song comes on, I always think of Fritzy going, All right, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> bring it home now. We'll go home now. <laughs> bring it home. <laughs> Whatever that is. It's funny how the longer it goes on, his impression sounds less like the song. <laughs> Let's take a break. Chris Sims. 
Chris Sims has his quarterback rankings. We'll talk to him coming up next here, Dan Patrick Show. What? What's uh? What's uh, going on? Woohoo! <laughs> we good? Uh, Discover a message from Discover about real rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded. <laughs> <laughs> Went down the wrong <laughs> pipe here. Seaton, you want to do the Discover credit card read here? Yeah, you'd probably get a bunch of cash back when you spend use your <laughs> Discover card money. Put it in your wallet. Stuff. Automatically, dollar for dollar. You know what? Prices uh, soaring at the pump. Discover's got your back. Yeah, they cash do. Back. Yes, they do. Discover we- earned 5% cash back at the gas stations and Target. Rewards that finally make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Uh, limitations like Fritzy apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's the response on Twitter, Seton, with our Fritzy poll question? We put up uh, Steph Curry entertaining or annoying, and then Seton said, why don't we put up Fritzy entertaining or annoying? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, what's a closer race here? Uh, man, the Fritzy great entertaining versus kind of annoying right now is at 52% great entertainer. Okay. This one's swinging back and forth, though. And the comment section is just unbelievable. Give me some comments here. We wait for Chris Sims. Had, uh, as a beloved comedic genius, running away with MVD. Mm. Um, Most Todd is the that. heart and soul of the Dan Patrick show. Okay. Uh, oh, good. I thought I was the only one who found him annoying. <laughs> The more he annoys Dan, the more entertaining he is. That's fair. That is true. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, someone else suggested the poll question. Why don't you guys throw up, are you jerks to Fritzy? Which I think might be our two. We're going to throw that one up. No, there. but that's that's 100%. <laughs> that's 100%, yes. Yes. That is, yeah. Anything less than that is wrong. Yeah. Well, Marv might not say that. Marv, are you a jerk to Fritzy? No, I don't think so. Not right now, at least. Yeah, it's early. I wish Dan would stop pretending that Fritzy is not the best part of the show. Without him, the show would be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we would be nothing. That's from Jimmy, Jimmy Lipper Jr. the third, Whoa, by the way. Okay. How about that? All right. I respect that. Um, Fritzy is, I said that he might be putting up most valuable Danette numbers that will never be reached again. Numbers. Yes. Yes, he is. In my mind, <laughs> he's putting up numbers. That's, that's who he is. Triple double. He's doing it all. But he's doing it almost in a Steph Curry annoying type fashion. Mm. And he doesn't like Steph Curry. Wanted to punch him in the face if he played against him. (laughs) Fritzy has been the most valuable Danette. Absolutely. I've said this before. I love him. I just don't always like him. That's it. The best compliment I can give him. I love him. I just don't always like him. A couple of phone calls, Anthony and Desmonet. Hi, Anthony. What do you have for me? ADP, I kind of got to go against your uh, take earlier on uh, Jason Tatum and okay. Jalen Brown driving to the hoop. Okay. Um, this postseason, when when uh, Tatum drives to the hoop, 69% of the time, that results in a turnover or a miss versus his 39% um, shooting percentage from three-point line. So hmm. for better or for worse, I think Boston just got to keep, keep shooting. All right. Well, thank you for those numbers, Anthony. All I know is... If you're not making those shots, do something else to get to the free throw line. 
Now, his mid-range jumper has been horrible. It's either get to the hoop, or if you're going to take a three, hopefully you get something that's not contested. But, you know, you're going to live and die by that. And, and it's different. You know, Golden State can live and die by that. And most times they live by that. Boston is not afforded that luxury. Like, live and die by the three-point shot. In these situations, you're going to die by it. you got to make sure that you can, you can score points in different ways. That would be my only suggestion. Chris Sims has his uh, quarterback list out. We always look forward to this. It's kind of Christmas in June, and that brings us with Chris. Do you see what I did with that? Christmas. Okay. Oh, wow. I saw what you did. I've heard better from you. That's why. I mean, you got to earn it. You got to earn it. Okay. (laughs) Chris Christmas. Okay. Chris (laughs) Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, former NFL quarterback. Let me start at the top. It used to be, at least it felt like this, Mahomes, and then it was everybody else. That's not the case anymore, but it's not like Mahomes has fallen that far. The number one quarterback in the NFL right now is... Is Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills? Okay. You know, and and then Mahomes again. We're it, this is he's great. We know that. I'd almost want to say Josh Allen is one, and Mahomes is one A. That's what kind of guys they are. They're super talented. The two of the most physically gifted quarterbacks we've ever seen in football uh, already at this point of their careers are special that way. But yes, Josh Allen for me right now is the best quarterback in football, Dan. You know, one, the physical talent. I mean, it's arguably the strongest arm in football right there with Mahomes and Justin Herbert. You know, he can throw it all crazy different ways, sidearm, whatever, body being in weird positions. And then the other thing, too, is. He, he's the best runner in football as well, not named Lamar Jackson. Other than Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen is the best running quarterback in the league. So I think you add that in, and then he's a good decision maker and can play the position from a traditional standpoint at a very high level. And to me, Dan, that was where he separated from Mahomes a little bit in this year's rankings. Mahomes, as you know, and anybody that watched football this year, you know, he did not play his best football. He was inconsistent in the pocket. He got he walked himself into a lot of sacks and pressures, and he was just a little too aggressive and greedy in decision-making, as we discussed during the season a few times. We're just looking for the big play a little too much, which led to some problems with their offense. Yeah, Josh Allen in the playoffs, 14 touchdowns, one interception. I didn't know if Justin Herbert was actually going to slip by Patrick Mahomes. I for some reason, I thought you might toy with that idea of Justin Herbert, second best quarterback in the NFL, or Joe Burrow. They're they're there. They're there. They're they're on the cusp. I will say, I think Allen and Mahomes are in a little bit of a class of their own, but like Herbert and Burrow, they're like they're knocking on the door a little bit. Like, hey, let me see in there. I think we're we can do we can be in that room too. There's no question. Herbert, it's just it's it's just the throwing is off the off the charts good. You know, for his size, what he does, you know, the amount of throws. When there's a clean pocket, I don't know if there's a better thrower of the football in the whole league than Justin Herbert hmm. in every which way possible. And then you know the, these top four guys. The other thing I love about their game, and to me, why they surpass 
surpass Aaron Rodgers is they're capable of doing more and being a little bit more aggressive with decision making and kind of putting their foot on their throat on your throat when that time is there to be had. And that to me was the special part about Justin Herbert. His size is a real skill. His ability to throw over people and people around him in the pocket is phenomenal. He, like Burrow, a great decision maker as well. I think he could play a little bit more backyard football. He's a too good of an athlete to stand there in the pocket all the time the way he does. But Dan, I mean, you're not off. His talent and and everything is up there in that conversation. But with, it feels like you're guys. holding the postseason against Aaron Rodgers. And, and I, that, that's fair yeah, if you yeah, did. Yeah. But you no. have Rodgers, the fifth best quarterback in the NFL. Right. And, and I'm, I, I did not go into this exercise thinking he would be number five. I never go in with preconceived thoughts. You know, I really went into it and thought like when I wrote my first little list down without going into studying of guys yet, I had Rodgers at three. I thought, oh, he'll be three. But then as I started to go through the year with some of these guys, I realized what I saw in the playoffs from Rodgers actually happened a lot during the year. They just sque- they squeaked by and won the games, fortunately, a few times, even though he kind of did the same thing. You go back to the Ravens game, the Browns game, some other games that they barely won in the fourth quarter where they had comfortable leads and were controlling the game, but too conservative, not taking advantage of some plays that are there to be had to put the game away, and all of a sudden you're in a nail-biter. And to me, Joe Burrow Justin Herbert would never go down the way Aaron Rodgers went down in that playoff game. So the playoff game was really a microcosm of some things that went on during the year. It's just they were good enough to kind of overcome that, and the, they didn't have to play a team like the 49ers as well, which, of course, made those, those things a little tougher as well. Yeah, Matthew Stafford is the sixth best quarterback in the NFL. This has to be based off the postseason because the regular season, he led the NFL in interceptions. Granted, well, it was only 17, but yeah. if, if he's not – if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, is he still sixth on your list? I don't know. I mean, if they if he if they don't win the Super Bowl and he still plays the way he does, I think he's still yes, right there. Okay. You know, the rest of the playoffs were special. The year itself was still damn good, but he did do it. He went through a period of like, man, is he going to do a stupid thing every week here? Like, is this really going to happen? <laughs> now you got to give a little benefit of the doubt too of learning a new offense, and he was playing injured and all that. But, hey, I've come on here, what, the last few years, and we've talked about this list, and he's been in the top ten, and uh, people always question that. And the thing I love about Stafford is people don't question it now. Now you saw what yeah. he can do when he's with the team, and I think it will only get better. The interception thing is interesting, Dan, too. You know, Burrow, Herbert, they were up there in the, the league leaders in interceptions. But, you know, what I have came away with through this year of studying a little bit is, you know, I, I err on the guy, throw double-digit interceptions. You're scarier as a quarterback. You're better as a quarterback when you're more aggressive. Even the way Brady played this year. Brady going down swinging. He's throwing lasers. And if they lose and he throws three interceptions, so what? The league is set up right now for the quarterbacks to go win these games and make big plays. And to me, that's where the top four are really special. They can overcome just about anything on their football team and make it happen. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host with Mike Florio. Tom Brady, eighth on the list. Led the league in touchdown passes last year. Decided to come back for another year. Why eight? 
Well, he's, I, you know, I don't, I look at it and go, damn, that's amazing. I, I guess, you know, some people look at it and probably go, well, that's mean. He should be higher than that. I mean, he's Brady. I, I think we talked about this a little bit during the year. He can take advantage, take advantage of more with more than maybe any of these quarterbacks. You know, you, you sure you put him on the best team in football with a great offensive coordinator, and he's going to make that team look unbelievable. He's going to get in the right decision, the right throw, make plays with his arms, all of that. But my list is predicated on one: we're all on the same team. We all have the same team, and we're on the offense that's got a little of everything, but you know, it's not. Kyle Shanahan or McDaniels and giving you every advantage in the world that way. And then I try to base it off of one physical ability, two smarts, right? Three leadership effect on the team Four how you work in the pocket. Those are my main things. Brady's arms phenomenal, but you've heard me say this before. If, if the protection is not good and it's just average. Brady can be kind of average. I'm, I'm, I'm just sorry. There's no way he could do what Joe Burrow did with Cincinnati and go to the Super Bowl with one of the worst offensive lines in the sport. You know, so that's where hmm. it comes in. You can do more with more, but I would say he can't do more with less like some of those other guys. As phenomenal as he is, that's the one issue he has in his game right now at this point of his career. You have Russell Wilson, seven. Brady, eight. Dak Prescott is nine. Lamar Jackson is ten. Oh, yeah, that was a tough one. What does Dak Prescott, well, he throws better than Lamar. But as far as an impact on their team, Lamar means more to the Ravens than Dak does to the Cowboys, it feels like. I, I don't disagree with you there. Lamar might have the, one of the most biggest effects out of anybody on their football team as far as just belief, leader in the locker room. Everybody loves him. They want to be a part of Lamar's life. That's where he's special. But I think you kind of said it. You know, one, yeah, Lamar had a down year. 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and his arm is great. He can throw the ball a bunch of different ways, like Allen Mahomes. He's amazing sidearms, awkward angles, doing all of that stuff. But last year, he was just too reckless. I think that was the biggest thing I came to. Just too much trying to make a big play, squeeze a ball into the right window. Wait, this guy's open for 10 yards. Why are we trying to force the ball 30 yards down the sideline at a double coverage? He got a little too loose with decision-making throwing the football last year. And, you know, Prescott, even though it wasn't his best year, yeah, I think ultimately played better, you know, with not a great defense, not much of a run game. And and again, you know, you, you say the importance of Lamar. I get that. But Dallas is... They're, they're predicated on, on Dak Prescott, too. It is him, and you got to throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns, or I'm not sure we can win the game. So I don't think okay. he gets quite the credit he deserves sometimes for Dak Prescott for the franchise quarterback he is. Would you give the full boat uh, to Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray, the max? Oh, I'd be scared. I would be scared a little bit. With who? With, 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 with Lamar, just in the point of we're at a point in your career – where, you know, I do think he lost a half a step last year. He doesn't have three rockets up his butt anymore. It's just two and a half rockets up his butt. How about and this? The st- Sign yeah. for yeah. the max, right? franchise, or let him go. I-, I would sign for the max if he gave me those options. And I'm Kyler Murray, it. same way? Yes, I am. Again, you know, Kyler Murray. I got to see another year. 
I, I hear you. There's Make questions, sense. certainly. And, and, and as I tell Florio all the time, there's a huge faction in the league that would never have Kyler Murray be their starting quarterback. They just think he's too small and he can't make enough plays in a crowded pocket and people are collapsing that way. And that's a big question. I'm with you. But he's still special. He's not the kind of guy, you know, you just sell or throw overboard to go, well, I think we can get somebody else. And the, 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 two, the one thing that both of these guys have in their favor, Dan, is the organizations have kind of gone all in on them and they've made an offense that really yeah. like yeah. fits them and not very many people. And to me, that's kind of where they have a little bit more power in this situation than, than most. You got Deshaun Watson, the 13th best quarterback. What are you basing uh, that off of? Yeah, that, uh, that's another one. That's, that was, it, it's tough. I mean, I know when Deshaun Watson's playing and all systems go, he's in the top five quarterback conversation. I get that. But I mean, we've got a year without playing football, a year and a half without really practicing football until just here recently with some OTAs. I can't think that he's just going to come back and hit the ground running and we're going to be like, oh, man, look at him. He's one of the best in the game right now. I got to think there's going to be a little bit of a, wait, let me get back and get used to things a little here. And then I don't know, maybe the the fact that I really don't expect him to be playing football this year kind of maybe made me a little biased with that a little. But he was, again, another guy that was very tough to place in this list. You have Ryan Tannehill in there at 15. Yeah. yeah. Can he win a game in the playoffs? With his arm? He can. He definitely can. Last year, Wait and he minute. fell a few spots. Come yeah. On. Well, yeah, he can. Mm. I mean, he's, he's, you know, they beat the Ravens a few years ago. I know there weren't big yards, but he made like two or three big time throws in Baltimore to win that game mm. and, and get them there. Mm. You know, so there, there is, you know, that element. You know, mm. now, is he going to win the game with his right arm to the capacity of, like, I think what you're talking about, like Joe Burrow or Mahomes or Josh Allen? No. Uh, that's, that's not, then that's why he's 15. Those guys are special. You just go all in with those guys and go give them the ball every play and let them make it happen. No, you got to, Tannehill is smart, can do it all, but is he the guy that you want to just go, let's play through him and let him just, you know, run the show? No. No, not at all. And I think last year, a little too, he lost sight of the team they were and just took too many chances. Play defense, control the ball, and just a splattering of big plays, and you're going to be tough to beat. And in that playoff game, he took things into his own hands, and that bit him in the butt. I would be nervous if I'm an Eagles fan because you have Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield, Mac Jones, they're all ahead of Jalen Hurts. Are the Eagles yeah. going to look back and regret this, that they didn't make a quarterbacking change with all of the talent that they have on that team? I think that they want to make it work with Jalen Hurts. You know, they, they have questions about him. They can say what they want, and they'll continue to say positive things, and they should. I get that. There, there's work that's got to be done there. But, you know, no, no, there's a reason we heard them in some of the quarterback rumors and pursuing teams that way. There's an issue with his game. They have a great team. I mean, it's a team yeah. that, again, you look at it and you go, man, there's not a spot on the roster right now where you don't go, whoa, that's kind of top notch. And, you know, their offensive line is the best in football. So that helps out Jalen Hurts. I know he can run. He's a great leader. You know, he's a pretty smart and is how he reads the field and all that. But the throwing is below average standards for an NFL quarterback. It is plain and simple. And there, it's going to look okay, Dan, against the middle class and the poor of the NFL. 
It's just what's it going to look like, again, when we get to some of the top-tier defenses in the game that we saw last year? And then it becomes, whoa, man, we, we don't really have much of a drop-back pass game element. And, yes, I, I'm one that sits there and goes, yeah, if Eagles had Trevor Lawrence or Zach Wilson or one of those guys as their quarterback, the Eagles fans can say what they want. They would be more excited about those guys being their quarterback, and they'd be going, oh, my gosh, look at what we're going to be this year. And I trust them more. Yes, to run again, we're all on the same team, a normal offense and all of that stuff that, yes, I think they have more talent, and they will surpass Jalen Hurts this year, and everybody will see that. Is this Tua's – Last chance in Miami. Yes, definitely. What does he have to do where you think the Dolphins front office is going to go? He's still our, our quarterback. Right. It, you know, it's funny because Hurts, it's, it's almost the same thing. It's almost the, the, you know, the intended like, wait, you have so much talent here. There's, we're we're going to know what, how good you are. We Who have would no you excuses. rather have? Who would you rather have? Ooh, man, that is a really good question there. Gosh. Well, I mean, I do. I guess what I'm saying here with my rankings is I think Jalen Hurts is a little bit better as of right now. I do think that Tua might have more potential, though. It's just Tua, he's got a quick release. He's a gifted passer, not a thrower, as far as touch and anticipation and all that. I just think if he can, if they can win and he can show that. You know, again, you don't have to dial up some crazy scheme play for us to get 10 or 15 yard gain every now and then. And I can put the ball into a tight window and, and make some throws that move the ball that are, you know, outside the realm of, okay, it's wide open and served up on a silver platter. I think that'll do it. But those are big ifs because he plays small in the pocket. He does not have a big arm. And the other thing that's scary about Tua when you go back and watch, he's horrible in the elements and he plays in the AFC East. To where you go, every game it's cold, windy, a little bit of precipitation. He loses control of the football. And that's got to be an area of an improvement for him down in Miami. Good stuff, as always. Thanks, man. All right. You're the man. Talk to you soon. That's Chris All Sims. Right, buddy. See you guys. Pro Football Talk Live co host. Great show that precedes hours on Peacock with Mike Florio. Got more phone calls coming up. We'll take a break. Back after this. Also, the Lakers head coach, Darvin Ham, in the final hour of the program. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Rice or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> McKinnon, now sends away for Nachushkin, lets it go, he scores! It's the two! Train! Valerian Natushkin pulling into the station with his sixth goal of the Stanley Cup playoffs. And all of a sudden, it's 2 nothing Colorado, not halfway through the first period. Abs and the Lightning combined for four goals in the first period. That's one shy of the record for most combined goals in the opening period of a Stanley Cup final. That was a frenetic pace last night. Altitude Radio Network with the call. By the way, you have... 
Small town, big laughs. Ed Helms is uh, in a new series on the uh, Peacock original Rutherford Falls. Every episode streaming now. Our play of the day brought to you by Discover. Matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations like Fritzy do apply. The one thing that stood out of Chris Sims' quarterback list is Jalen Hurts being ranked 25th because the Eagles are a top 10 team. The Niners, do they have a quarterback? And and I wouldn't trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got Jimmy Garoppolo as the 20th best quarterback. I don't want to spend that kind of money on a guy that is the 20th best quarterback. But if I'm the Niners, I got to keep him because I don't know what I have in Trey Lance. They can say all the right things. But all, all I know is when your nickname is one play Trey because you had one play so far, I don't know if you can go, here are the keys to the car. But this is a team, you know, you get Debo Samuel back, you got Kittles there. You have a, you have a team that's ready to compete again. And the quarterback may hold you back. Now, maybe Trey Lance takes that big leap here, but Jalen Hurts stood out because I feel like they're the team to beat in the NFC East right now. Tom Brady in the top 10 uh, is still pretty amazing when you think about it. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert starting to creep up there a little bit. And Joe Burrow going to the Super Bowl certainly helped his ranking. Justin Herbert, is he ready to make that next leap here? And Josh Allen, he's performed well. There was a time early in his career where I thought he didn't know how to play the position. He just was reckless. He didn't, and, and he was trying to make things happen. And, and it looked that way. But right now, best quarterback in the NFL over uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Paul. I know it was an offseason. So Lamar Jackson had 16 touchdowns and 13 picks last year. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 16 touchdowns and nine picks. Yeah. I know it's stats, and that doesn't tell the whole story. It's like Jalen Hurts feels like he's simmering, and Lamar Jackson still feels like a superstar, but with, with questions. Yeah, but they had so many injuries in Baltimore. So many injuries. It felt like, it felt like he had to make something happen every week. I don't think Jalen Hurts had to make something happen as much as just don't make something happen that's bad. That's a good team. Uh, bordering on being in a, a really good team. Julianne in San Diego joins us. Hi, Julianne. Hey, DP. 5'4"-ish, uh, 155-ish, and hands still bigger than Marvin. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> I uh, wanted to do a uh, pie to the face bet with anyone that'll take it. I uh, I have the Avs sweeping the Ning oh. uh, and not letting them win a single game. All right. Anybody want a piece of that, Paulie? Yeah, I, I love my Ning. Okay. Uh, all right. So, uh, Jules, you have the Avs, and uh, as soon as Tampa wins. Okay, let's put it this way. The number of wins Tampa has, the number of pies you get. I love pie. I'll take it. All right. Yeah, Paul. Also, on behalf of Marvin, I think you should take a picture of your hands, measure them, and set it in to back that smack talk. Oh, I don't want to embarrass him. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> you, you would be the only person who doesn't. <laughs> All right, Jules, you're on. Yeah, that's a bet. It's going to stay with you the rest of your life. It's just never going to stop. Like, you can't get... Paulie can at least put his Velcro wallet away. Your hands are always attached to you. 
Yeah. It's always going to be there. So in my in my coffin, I'm just putting my hands yes, in you, my hoodie. You you got to put your hands in your pocket. You know, normally when you see people in their in their casket, their hands are on their chest. You got to tell your wife to put your hands in your your pockets, just so we don't go. Damn, he does have small hands. It's going to be in my will. <laughs> Did he have any last request? Yes, that you put his hands in his pockets so nobody saw how small his hands are. That'd be great. You know what? I will uphold that. All right? You got it. Now make sure when I go to your funeral, I'll, I'll go, hey, put, it, put his hands in his pocket. <laughs> Two hours in the books. One more to go. The Lakers head coach will join us. More phone calls coming up. More fun. More excitement. More Fritzy. One more item. We close out hour two. It's Panini America. We talk about our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Now we invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain. One of a kind digital cards available in packs or at Panini's public auctions that are on the site. Hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats, official products of the NFL, NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and La Liga. There's something for everybody. Plus, right now, don't miss out out on the newest UFC NFT release. Pull the top fighters special NFT that will actually send you for a VIP experience to UFC 278. You can share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges to earn exclusive award cards, and build a wish list for the items that you love. You're going to love it. NFT trading cards give collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, and rare inserts from every pack. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.